We first saw plasmoids all the way back in 2nd edition as a monster, but now they're getting the full playable race treatment, giving 5e players their first opportunity to play oozes. This big amoeba can be human-shaped, literally blobs, or anything else in between. But how does one play as a blob? Well, let's get into it. The very brief introduction we get to 5e plasmoids really focuses on their physical form rather than any sort of personality or culture. It's also highly unlikely that they'll stick to the 2nd edition lore since they're mostly just monsters in the old editions, basic clan structure and a desire to eat things being their main cultural touchstones. Physically, we get a lot of tidbits that just sort of add up to they're an ooze person. Their natural state is just a blob, but they can squash and stretch to get more typical humanoid features like a face or limbs. You've got ganglia and other important bits inside, but just like an amoeba, you're fully amorphous and can reshape yourself however you like. Kind of. We'll get into that in just a second. We also learn that they're normally gray, but they can color themselves by absorbing dyes, which opens up some very fun options and ideas. Just like all the other newly released races, the plasmoids are a lineage rather than a race, and this means that the ability score increases are up to you, and the selection is all about the features. What's exciting to me is that plasmoids get some completely unique stuff not seen anywhere else. Let's go through each of these features individually and what they'll do for your character. When it comes to creature type, you are an ooze, and this is important because as a plasmoid ooze, you get to jiggle defiantly at certain spells with impunity namely the ones that specifically target humanoids. As per other lineages, we get to choose our size between small or medium. Unless you plan on using heavy weapons or being a super grapple ooze, you can just go with whatever feels best. Uh, you can live that little blob or big blob life. Whatever makes you happy. Your base walking speed is 30 feet. Pretty basic stuff here. Uh, what's not basic is amorphous. Amorphous is something we see on practically all oozes, and it basically represents your liquid ability to fit through cracks and slurp your way through tight spots. One inch is tiny, and there will be a million situations where you can get somewhere your friends can't if you're willing to go unarmored and unarmed. I'll get into this more into a little bit in the character building section, but the utility you gain from packing light is going to be hard to pass up. The second half of this feature is quite useful too. You get advantage on both initiating and escaping a grapple, but not anything for maintaining it. Not gaining the advantage still puts gifts as the new de facto grappling race, but getting to ooze your way out of a grapple is an excellent safety net in some encounters. You've heard me talk about dark vision, you probably know what dark vision is, just don't waste any inventory space bringing torches, and stuff like that is probably the one tip I can offer. And then we have hold breath. You can hold your breath for one hour. While you're not getting a swim speed, this means you'll be able to take on most aquatic encounters without a problem. You've got to breathe eventually, but an hour should be enough time to investigate a shipwreck or pass through a poison cloud or whatever else that you would normally require magic or some other special item in order to get through. And then with natural resilience, you have resistance to acid and poison damage, and you have advantage on saving throws against being poisoned. Poisoned and poisoned resistance are fairly common, but we're getting acid resistance on top of that, making this that much better. Acid is a mid-tier resistance. Acid damage isn't exactly common, but it's not extremely rare either. But taken all together, this is a solid defense package. And then we have the real pick, Shape Self. This is the look humanoid feature that the fluff descriptions were going on about. 
but it's also combined with an interesting reach feature. Firstly, the look humanoid half is very strangely worded. I can make legs, but I can't make a tail. I'm thinking too hard on that. Like I said, it's not clear on a lot of stuff. Anyway, I, I fully expect that in the final version, this will be reworked into something simpler, like look like a humanoid creature feature. But right now you have a very specific option that doesn't really serve any purpose. Then in the second half, we have the pseudopod that you can stretch up to 10 feet away. Since you can already fit through cracks, the primary purpose of this seems to be the touch the magic thing from far away trope. However, it's not entirely clear if your pseudopod counts as you exactly for the purpose of explosions and traps. For now, as written, this seems to look like a safe way to trip traps from at least a small distance away without any risks. Depending on who your DM is, your DM might take a different route on that. The plasmoid has a couple features that can work amazingly well with certain strategies, but just like with all the other lineages, it, it, there's no real ideal classes anymore, there's just kind of ideal strategies. The amorphous feature gives you the insane exploration options like sliding through keyholes and through tiny cracks if you're willing to leave stuff that you're wearing and carrying behind. There aren't many classes that can maintain combat effectiveness with literally nothing, but barbarians and monks get pretty close. Monks specialize in fighting with just their body, and barbarians are still quite lethal even when just using unarmed strikes and grapples. And you'd think that the spellcasting classes would work well for this, but even sorcerers still technically need a spellcasting focus, which unfortunately can't pass through a crack with you. However, warlocks specifically taking the Pact of the Blade can simply bamf their Pact weapon into their hands after slipping through a crack, essentially assuring that you'll always have access to your weapon while slumping through the smallest spaces. I'm calling it right now, when this race hits officially, and hell, even right now with a few game tables out there, this is going to be the new DM's Bane kind of racer lineage, because slurping through cracks and small spaces in the floor, I guarantee is something that a lot of DMs didn't really have to think about until now. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new videos like this every week. And if you're going to be building a plasmoid character, please tell me all about them. Good Lord, this lineage is so weird. <laughs> Thanks again for watching. My name is Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice. And until next time, farewell.